0: Welcome to A New Testament Journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Act chapter 15 Certain people came down from Judea to Antioch and were teaching the believers. Unless you are circumcised according to the customs taught by Moses, you cannot be saved. This brought Paul and Barnabas into sharp dispute and debate with them. Then some of the believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees stood up and said, The Gentiles must be circumcised and required to keep the law of Moses. The apostles and elders met to consider these questions. After much discussion, Peter got up and addressed them. Brothers, you know that some time ago God made a choice among you that the Gentiles might hear from my lips the message of the gospel and believe. God, who knows the heart, showed that he accepted them by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us. He did not discriminate between us and them, for he purified their hearts by faith. Now then, why do you try to test God by putting on the necks of the Gentiles a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors have been able to bear? No, we believe it is through the grace of our Lord Jesus that we are saved just as they are. The whole assembly became silent as they listened to Barnabas and Paul telling about the signs and wonders God had done among the Gentiles through them. When they finished, James spoke up. Brothers, he said, listen to me. Simon has described to us how God first intervened to choose a people for his name from the Gentiles. The words of the prophets are in agreement with us, as it is written. After this I will return and rebuild David's fallen tent. Its ruins I will rebuild and I will restore it. That the rest of mankind may seek the Lord. Even all the Gentiles who bear my name, says the Lord who does these things. Things known from long ago. It's my judgment, therefore, that we should not make it difficult for the Gentiles who are turning to God. Instead, we should write to them telling them to abstain from food polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, from the meat of strangled animals and from blood. For the law of Moses had been preached in every city from the earliest times and is read in in the synagogues on every Sabbath. Then the apostles and elders with the whole church decided to choose some of their own men and send them to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. They chose Judas, called Barsabbas, and Silas, men who were leaders among the believers. With them, they sent the following letter, the apostles and elders, your brothers, to the Gentiles believers in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia. We have heard that some went out from us without our authorization and disturbed you, troubling your minds by what they said. So we all agreed to choose some men and send them to you with our dear friends Barnabas and Paul men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, we are sending Judas and Silas to confirm by word of mouth what we are writing. It seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us not to burden you with anything beyond the following requirements. You are to abstain from food sacrificed to idols, from blood, from the meat of strangled animals and from sexual immorality. You will do well to avoid these things. So the men were sent off and went down to Antioch, where they gathered the church together and delivered the letter. The people read it and were glad for its encouraging message. Judas and Silas, who themselves were prophets, said much to encourage and strengthen the believers. After spending some time there, they were sent off by the believers with the blessing of peace to return to those who had sent them. But Paul and Barnabas remained in Antioch, where they and many others taught and preached the word of the the Lord. Sometime later, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us go back and visit the believers in all the towns where we preach the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Barnabas wanted to take John, also called Mark, with them. But Paul did not think it was wise to take him, because he had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not continued with them in the work. They had such a sharp disagreement that they parted company. Barnabas took Mark and sailed for Cyprus, but Paul chose Silas and left. Commended by the believers to the grace of the Lord, he went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches.
1: Those of us who lead in any environment would do so well to emulate the beautiful instincts of these apostles. They worked hard to spread joy and encouragement, not only in formal decisions not to make it difficult for the churches, but also in each interaction of Paul, Barnabas and Barsabbas with the believers. These apostles left a legacy of encouragement and joy. As I mull over this, I realise how often my bias is to analyse and how I have at times been a bit prone to criticise. I desperately want to lean towards encouragement and strengthening, towards leaving a legacy of encouragement and joy. Surely that is an instinct all of us should desire. Another beautiful instinct of these elders was to sit under the governance of God, no matter what it cost. In the early chapters of Acts, we saw how the disciples constantly reinterpreted Old Testament passages in the light of Jesus's resurrection. They do this here in a shockingly sacrificial way. The Jerusalem council was in Jerusalem, hence the name. The city made central to hope by the prophetic promises of Isaiah and the rest of them. And the council was made up of the apostles. Yet these Jerusalem apostles were happy to reinterpret the prophecies about rebuilding David's tent in such a way that hugely downgraded their own importance. By confirming Gentiles do not need to follow the law, they freed all believers from even visiting Jerusalem, let alone submitting to every decision to the Jerusalem apostles. Syrian saints and Ephesian evangelists were given over to the governance of God. To spirit and scripture, with a general call to be kind hearted towards other believers. We can all use a catalogue of cunning ruses to keep people under our control. Instead, could you and I go the way of the apostles to release, to empower, and to allow God to be their governor? Not giving license to all behaviour, but pointing all people to follow God and not us, to make him increase in their lives while we slide gently to one side. That sounds good to the Holy Spirit, and I guess it also sounds good to me. Question for reflection. How could you conduct yourself to release encouragement and joy into others this week?